Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Kate Nicholson joins me from uh, the U.S. She's on Twitter, and it's at speaking ABT pain. At speaking about pain, but it's at speaking ABT pain. Former uh, U.S. government lawyer, chronic pain patient, formerly. Um, advocating for best practices approach to support pain patients. Kate, thanks very much for coming back on the show. And that tweet that you uh, issued a couple of weeks ago just broke my heart. Um, Yeah, it was heartbreaking for me too, Roy. I I think especially, you know, I hear stories like that every day. I I get emails from people in pain like Rachel telling me very similar stories of not being able to function anymore, having lost their homes or being financially devastated because they can't work. But I also hear from from doctors and from families um, after someone has, has committed suicide. I think the reason that one shattered me especially was because the doctor mentioned that the person was carrying around something I had written about the devastating state right. of opioid prescribing. And that uh, made me you know, at least conscious of uh, the importance of being careful about how we articulate things in the world at a time when people are so desperate. Yeah. So why why is why is it going on in the United States, and what's happening to American pain patients that should not be happening? Well, it's really no different from what's happening in Canada. In fact, I would argue that it's all coming from from the same thing that. Um, uh, you know, both the United States and North America have overdose crises. Um, both in both cases, it has moved on to being largely about um, synthetic opioids, which are illegal, legally produced fentanyl, and um, um, and in fact, even the illegal heroin and uh, uh, methamphetamine and cocaine supply is now sort of tainted with that. And so we've seen huge escalation in deaths, um, largely for that reason. Um, but in both the United States and Canada, the um, more liberal prescribing in the 90s uh, of, of opioids for, for pain um, is often blamed for what's called the first part of this, this crisis. And so um, both Canada and the United States have been affected by guidelines that were issued by the American Center for Disease Control and Prevention in 2016. Um, the Canadian guidelines were largely based on uh, on those guidelines by the CDC. Um, and although the guidelines were intended uh, to give guidance to primary care physicians, they have been massively misapplied uh, and weaponized. And um, in fact, I met with the CDC this spring to urge them to make a public-facing clarification, which they did. Um, but unfortunately, um, and a couple other public health authorities in the United States, uh, the FDA warned about the dangers of forcibly tapering someone off of opioids. The Department of Health and Human Services recently came up with guidance. Um, so there is some traction in the U.S. Uh, at the public health level, but it is uh, not trickling down to the lives of everyday patients. I have seen no reduction in the volume of emails I receive or the sort of tragedy of stories that I hear. And they, they just seem to be, I, I don't know about you, Kate, but I, I get the same sorts of emails and reactions that you see. And, and I just feel like I'm seeing more than I, than I saw previously, more desperation in the emails, more, I don't know what to do. I don't know how long I'm going to continue to live this way. That seems to be the, uh, that, that, I see that too often. I don't, and, and what, do, what do you do? 
Right. Well, and I feel, you know, a lot of them are writing for me because they want me to make the changes faster. Um, and, you know, we're limited in what we can do to make changes. Right. You know, um, I'm trying best I can. Uh, but I do think there's increased desperation. I do hear from people saying, do you think this is going to change? Because I just don't think I can take it much longer. Um, and that's devastating. Um, it's it's really devastating. Is it going to change? Will the, the, the just the, the sheer weight of pain patients living in agony 24-7 and, and their supporters, their support systems, their families, their friends, Will that the weight of those people and the agony that's being experienced and the numbers of suicides that are being talked about, uh, will that change things? I, I have hope that it will. I mean, I, I certainly have seen in my own advocacy uh, a change in attitudes among policymakers that, it's, that there's starting to be some recognition that the correction has perhaps gone too far um, and that we're harming a new set of patients. Um, the problem is, of course, the volume of what you hear um, on the other side is, is sort of drowning it out. And so I, I do think there is an increase in recognition. Um, I do think we will remain opioid-philic for a while in both societies. But um, there does seem to, be, seem to be some shift. I just don't know if it's fast enough for people. No. Um, you know, it's interesting. There was the, listening to the discussion of that um, uh, the sort of statistics from that Chronic Pain Association of Canada survey really echo um, statistics that were done uh, that we found in the United States in the last year in similar surveys of chronic pain patients. But just last week, um, there was kind of an interesting survey done. I'm sorry, Kate. We only have a few seconds left. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. That's okay. There so an interesting survey um, showing that 80% of doctors in the United States are reluctant to take on people who use opioids. 83% find it harder to treat pain because of the crisis, um, and 72% worry that patients are turning to illegal substances. So we're starting to see doctors okay. sort of coming forward as well. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, they are driving uh, pain patients to the street-cornered uh, drug dealer. Thank you, Kate. We'll talk again soon. Much appreciate you My pleasure, us. Roy. Bye-bye. <laughs> Kate Bye. Nicholson, you'll find her on Twitter, at Speaking About Pain, at Speaking ABT Pain. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.